gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is September 30th, 2021. How's everybody's Thursday going so far? I hope that you guys are all well and that this video finds you all in good health, good spirits, and good energy. So today on today's video, we're going to be talking a little bit about some XRP movement. Uh, we're going to be most definitely talking about some corrupt politicians, corrupt donors, things like that. And we're going to talk about the debt ceiling here. Uh, in the United States if it's going to be extended or is there going to be a collapse on the horizon because typically in the month of October here in the United States we've seen some of the greatest uh, crashes that the world has ever seen so we're going to be talking about that and then finally we're going to wrap it up with trying to help you uh, get to an understanding that to th this month we need to prepare uh, diligently and we need to prepare as quickly as possible uh, we talked about these things on the channel before but most definitely uh, moving forward uh, we're going to start talking about these things making sure that they are uh, on our minds so that we can actually uh, prepare uh, for the worst uh, but hopefully hope for the best and lastly uh, we're going to talk about precious metals which i wanted to cover yesterday um, but i want to make sure that we put that out there before we get started, I want to make sure that you all are well acknowledged for joining the channel. Thank you for coming on board for the journey. Again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And most definitely uh, for those folks who have been here, thank you so much for continuing to support the channel. I appreciate all of you, whether you are here on YouTube, Rumble, uh, the you know podcast formats that are out there for you. To follow me, whether you come to my website, thedrishshow.com, or even uh, WordPress. Thank you so much for you know coming along on the journey. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this crypto coin market cap. Bitcoin's dominance 42.7%, Ethereum 18.5%, and the global crypto market cap is at 1.91 trillion, which is a 2.11% increase since yesterday. And then we also have some trending tokens here, Ariva, Lightning, Taboo token. Don't know nothing about them, but you know, it is, they're trending at the moment. Uh, some biggest gainers, you can see them there. And then you can also see some of the recently added tokens. And um, let's see if it, yep, see 12,210 tokens. Yesterday, I think it was uh, 12,197. So again, you got some new tokens hitting the market. Um, Bitcoin $43,188.89 with some change attached. And then we got Ethereum at number two, $2,980.86. And as we bump over Tether, um, just real quick with Tether, I know that I reported on it yesterday as far as their legal case or legal situation. Um, just want to make sure that we are aware that Tether is still not out of the woods um, and it still has some things to uh, answer to and um, you know that's just where I want to leave it there uh, because at the end of the day if there's still a trading pair that's available for me to use I'm going to use it 
uh, but most definitely I'm not a fan of Tether. Uh, Cardano, um, ADA at $2.09 at number four. Number five, we got BNB, $375.13. And our beloved XRP, 94 cents there. So still great buying opportunity under a dollar. And actually, um, I was able to um, trade out of some stuff and actually add to my stack today. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Songbird and some of the other Flare um, products that are available. And after the video today, I will be working diligently to claim my uh, Songbird tokens on my ledger as I have not been able to do so yet. So XRP at number six, Solana $138.16 there. At number seven, USDC 31.4 billion. Um, it dropped a little bit. And then we got Polkadot at number nine, $27.96. And Dogecoin running out the top 10, 20 cents flat. And Avalanche, as you can see, is attempting to break in the top 10 at $65.57. And if you scroll down just a tad, um, we're gonna see some green here and some most definitely a lot of red still on a seven day. Um, but that's okay, because again, if you are having the opportunity to get in the market, get into some other tokens, um, I highly encourage you to do so. Um, but for this, from this point forward, um, until something drastically happens, what I want to do is begin to transition our mindsets, um, the way we think about some of the th tokens that we have um, in our portfolio. Um, yes, it was fun talking about this crypto, that crypto, and every other crypto token, um, but most definitely we want to prepare, make sure that we're uh, set, ready to go, um, because if something happens, we want to also you know, have the means to uh, take care of ourselves so this is going to probably not be a long video, but it won't be a short video um, because I wanna make sure that we are thorough um, in our approach moving forward in the month of October as this is the last day of September. And we wanna make sure that we um, are getting ready and prepared with the tokens that we do believe that will at least uh, sustain itself um, or maintain value if there's some sort of economy crash or things like that. So um, let's get right into the video, um, the meat and potatoes of it. And this is today, 157.7 million XRP pushed between large crypto platforms. And here we are, Binance, Hubi, Bitstamp, Shift 158 million XRP, 100 million XRP to be sent by Ripple to China and small bits. So that's big news there coming out of uh, from Ripple here. Uh, the Well Alert team has tweeted that in the past nine hours, three substantial crypto transactions were conducted carrying a total of 157.7 million XRP tokens. And that is equal to 147.3 uh, uh, million in fiat at the current price, which is the sixth largest cryptocurrency, again, at 94 cents. Binance, Hubi, Bitstamp, Shift, uh, 158 million XRP. So again, a lot of XRP news, a lot of XRP um, stuff coming out. Okay, and again, 100 million uh, XRP will be sent to uh, China from Ripple in small bits. And as reported by you.today, 
on Wednesday, Ripple Blockchain behemoth wired an astounding 100 million XRP to one of its extra XRP wallets. And uh, later on, this massive amount of crypto would be split into two smaller lumps and transferred to the Hubi exchange. And so far, uh, from this 100 million XRP, over 3 million coins have been sent to the largest exchange in the Chinese crypto market. And these daily transactions from Ripple to Hubi have been going on throughout 2021 with the daily amount of XRP moved to the Chinese platform changing every week. And this week, as of September 26th, the aforementioned amount has been moved. And the week before that, Ripple sent Hubi uh, 3 million XRP per day. So, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. The road is going to get a little bumpy, but most definitely we want to make sure that we're reporting on XRP, um, what it's about to do, because I do believe they're preparing the financial systems getting ready to lubricate the systems and get them ready uh, for any uh, crisis that might come uh, to us here in the month of October. And we'll talk about that um, based on some people or personalities that have been in a space that you can trust and really uh, put your um, you know, thought to what they're uh, speaking on. So again, here, this is coming from Finbold. Expect the world's biggest crash in October, says Robo Kiyosaki. And this personality, I do have faith in some of his language, some of his knowledge. And, um, you know, most definitely, if you haven't, I encourage you to go read all of his books, which I've done. You know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was one of the first books that really changed the mentality for myself when it comes to investing, investing strategies, things like that, and the way I just perceive things overall. American businessman and author of the personal finance book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, has projected that the general market will crash in October, including Bitcoin, gold, and stocks. And uh, speaking to Kitco News, Kiyosaki explained several factors around the economy that will culminate, uh, culminate in the crash that he described as the biggest in the world. And the author cited factors like growing debt while stating, that a possible crash offers an opportunity to invest in asset considered a store of value like Bitcoin, gold, and silver. It's going to be the biggest crash in world history. We have never had this much debt pumped up. Debt is the biggest problem of all. The debt the to the GDP ratio is out of sync. So when it comes down and it's going to bring everything down with it, that's when I'm going to be buying more gold, silver, and Bitcoin. And he also noted that the possible crash will result from decisions made by the Federal Reserve, as well as the Treasury. Kiyosaki opines, the decisions made by these institutions do not mirror the current state of the economy. So again, uh, you can read the rest of this article in one of his books, um, I think it was fake, um, where he said that they would pump the um, market up to 30 to 40,000 basis points and here we are we're like at 34 35,000 points and um, lo and behold uh, we're right on that timeline and time frame for that to happen so um, with that being said I do believe um, he's accurate he's been most accurate when reporting or giving out um, information and um, again this is an opportunity to read this article to take some notes from it and you know figure out if you know you're going to be able to prepare 
you know, buying gold and silver. And perhaps if you're a Bitcoin person, um, being able to buy some Bitcoin as well. So um, here you go. I wanted to put that out there for you guys to uh, check out. But I wanted to go to Wikipedia. Um, I'm not a fan of Wikipedia, but um, here is a list of stock market crashes as well as bear markets that I wanted to touch bases on. Um, as we can see, um, we see some crises or some um, market crashes. But most definitely what we want to do, we want to go all the way here um, and look at the months, okay, of, of what the biggest crashes are. Okay, panic of 1907, lasting over a year, markets took fight um, after U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt had threatened to rein in the monopolies that flourish in various industrial sectors, notably railways. So October there, Wall Street crash of 1929. Here we go again, October 24th, 1929, lasting over four years, the bursting of the speculative bubble and shares led to further selling as people who had borrowed money to buy shares had to crash them in, cash them in uh, when their loans were called in, also called the Great Crash of the World, uh, of the Wall Street crash, leading to the Great Depression. And most definitely, we want to go take a little stroll down here. You can look all of this up for yourself. Um, I'll leave it in the description as well. And then here is the, uh, this is all U.S. that I'm pointing out. There's others. Um, you know, you got Brazil here, whatever, but we want to make sure that we're pointing out all of this stuff here, um, here in the United States. Friday the 13th, which was a mini crash, October 13th, 1989, uh, failed leverage buyout of the United Airlines causes crashes. And here we are again, October 27th, 1997. It doesn't give a country here, but the global stock market crash that uh, was caused by the economic crisis in Asia. And then stock market uh, downturn of 2002, you read that there. And then October 11th, 2007, United States bear market of 2007 and 2009. From their peaks in October 2007 until their closing lows in early March 2009, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the NASDAQ compo uh, Composite, and S&P 500 all suffered declines of over 50%, marking the worst worst stock market crash since the Great Depression. And then 2008, um, this is in September, but it's close to October, so there you go right there. And then um, that's what I wanted to point out, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, we need to kind of mentally prepare ourselves for the worst. I'm not saying that it will happen. What I'm saying is that we need to prepare for it to possibly happen. And we're not caught off guard. And on this channel, I want to make sure that we are um, taking care of our basic needs. Make sure that we have canned goods. We are having a lot of water um, because the toilet paper crisis um, should have been an indication to all of us worldwide because I know we've seen it on Twitter, we've seen it on Facebook, we've seen it on all of these different social media platforms and people were making fun of people running out getting toilet papers and things like that. Well, that's, that's, that's true that you still need toilet paper and things like that. You need paper towels, things like that. That's totally understandable. However, it should have been a leading indicator that we need to be stocking up on canned goods. We need to be stocking up on non-perishable food items lighters, matches, candles, 
uh, you know, propane, um, you know, generators, things like that. And you know what, at the end of the day, these are some things that we need to kind of get our minds wrapped around uh, because we don't want to be um, left out of anything because if we're looking at the uh, shipping of containers or food um, on each coast here in the United States, they are backlogged and they're not being able to transport all of that or any of that. So again, um, there might be a supply shock of some sort and you're starting to see shelves being emptied and things like that. So we want to make sure that we point those things out to all of us. So we're prepared. Um, I'm not saying this is a doom and gloom video. Um, I, I like to prepare and most definitely you want to make sure that you have all of your uh, necessities ready uh, to rock and roll just in case because at the end of the day if we don't um, then you know what we're going to suffer uh, on that end and I don't want any of that to happen to any one of you here listening to today's video or any video of the past. So anyway look I wanted to go back to this opensecrets.org. And after I looked at some things yesterday, I was thinking, well, I wanted to look up Rosie Rios and see where she lied. I didn't find anything, but I did find William Henman. Okay, and here we go. Let's just check it out a little bit, okay? Okay, Hillary Clinton donation. And Barack Obama, there's a donation to him. All right, so again, I'm not saying anything to say anything, but when you are donating to these type of politicians uh, in a Democratic Party. I'm sorry to say it. If you're a Democrat, these folks are corrupt. They don't have your best interests in mind. Um, and you know what? There's even Republicans that don't even have your best interests in mind as well. Um, but you know what? We want to point this out to let you know that back in, what, 2016, Hillary Clinton again, Hillary Clinton there, um, and, and stuff like that. So again, uh, some of these folks are corrupt and we're going to point them out. We're going to call them out and we're going to hold them to task and put their foot to the flame because at the end of the day, we want to know what's been going on. Um, if they're getting backhanded deals, what type of things that they're uh, getting um, in return, you know, to, you know, donate to these people, um, things like that to push their agenda forward. You know, and again, I don't care if you're left, you're right, independent. I just want the best for all of you. And I just want to see the writing on the wall with truth, transparency, and honesty. Sometimes um, truth is a hard pill to swallow, especially if we've been uh, manipulated to be brainwashed, if you want to use that word. Um, we've been conditioned to um, certain things that are most definitely um, not good for any of us so again uh, most definitely I'm guilty of some of those things too so I'm not just saying it out to anyone and everyone I'm, I'm even calling myself out too so um, I don't exclude myself in that manner so again um, I went to this um, opensecrets.org again and look at what we find here Gary Gensler right and look how much it is $101,000 and guess who this is going to right and I'll leave this in the description you can pass it along you can share it on your favorite platform this is Obama's transition team and then there's over 400 or nearly 400 individuals who have been dispatched to review the workings of the federal agencies 
and uh, most definitely this is uh, contributions in the 2008 election cycle um, from lobbyists, lobbyists revolving uh, door um, and things like that for their thing. So again, you could take this thing down and find here. Let's just check it out what these are for. You got Obama's uh, contribution. You got 2008 Democratic contributions. And then you got 2008 federal contributions. And then this is the team assignment, right? So here, again, you can find out all of these different names uh, from all of them, right? But most definitely, I'm going back up. I'm going back down. And we're going to find that Gary Gensler guy here. Boom, right? So again, corrupt individual. We want to make sure that we point them out, hold them to task, because at the end of the day, they don't have your best interests in mind. They always talk about investor protection, which is a bunch of bullshit. So anyway, more than 130 uh, federal judges broke the law by hearing cases involving their own financial interests. This is coming from Breitbart.com. And let's go ahead and jump into it. More than 130 federal judges might have broken the law. Some accidentally. I don't want to hear that shit. By hearing court cases that involve their own financial interests, breaching a bedrock principle of American jurisprudence, uh, which maintains no one should be a judge of their own cause, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal. And real brief here, an investigation conducted by the newspaper found 131 federal judges violated U.S. law and judicial ethics by overseeing cases involving companies in which they or their family owned stock. The judges reported failed to disqualify themselves from 685 cases across the country since 2010, probably more than 685 cases. 2010, that's uh, almost 11 years, 12 years in the making. So again, um, there's all kinds of cases going on. Moreover, when the judges participated in such cases, about two-thirds of their rulings ended up being in favor of their, their or their family's financial interests. And again, these judges and corrupt individuals will be removed. They will no longer be able to practice law. They will go to jail. I do believe that um, freely, and they will lose their um, status um, here in the United States as far as that's concerned. I'm talking about doctors. I'm talking about nurses. I'm talking about lawyers. I'm talking about everyone who is complicit in crimes or covering up crimes. Those folks will no longer uh, be a part of our systems because they've not held our best interest in mind, whether it be financial, health, um, medical, things like that. And this is why you're seeing a lot of this thing, stuff being exposed. That's why you're seeing uh, these mandates and stuff like that. So when you're starting to see those, that means their time is getting, they're, they're pressured to doing something and it's not going to end well for any of them. Okay. There's not going to be an excuse that they didn't know. I was just following what I was ordered to do. I don't want to hear that junk. I want those folks to go to jail because it's tyranny. Um, it's stupid that they want to do this and knowingly knowing that they have an oath They've all taken an oath. And this goes to even as far as education. This even goes far as uh, sports, everything. When it comes to education, these teachers, these folks who are pushing mask mandates on the children, 
um, those folks will be removed. They will be removed because at the end of the day, um, it's unhealthy. There's no proven, uh, you know, science or whatnot that says these things are acceptable. It's a violation of the Nuremberg Code, um, Geneva Convention, all of those things. Um, so if you are into like those I I ideas of research, I encourage you to go look at them because we all need informed consent. And I don't think a 16 year old, which is what my son is at this moment in high school, he doesn't know these things, okay? Even these little babies walking around with stupid masks, um, they don't know these things. And they're, you know, it's crimes against humanity, um, you know, things like that. So anyway, um, let's just move forward. I don't wanna get too caught up in that, but those are some things that we wanna talk about, put on our minds. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, these folks need to be held accountable. The Senate GOP blocks a bill that would fund government and suspend the debt limit. So this is coming from uh, CherylFalling.com, and we'll just jump into it. And then here's this clown uh, pedophile, excuse my language, but it is the truth. The Republican Party has solidified itself as the party at default, and it will be the American people who pay the price. Of course, it's going to be uh, something that we all pay the price for. It's again, this is not Republican, this is not Democrat. It's both, okay? Because they both are corrupt individuals, are both sides of the aisle. And you know what? At the end of the day, um, again, it's not about none of that. It's about humanity, and it's about who they've put under the bus, and that's a lot of us. And uh, you know, as human beings. Whether you be, you see what's going on in Australia, you see what's going on in North uh, uh, Hong Kong, things like that. You can see uh, what they're doing to the people um, out there. So again, let's just go ahead and jump into this real quick, just briefly. Senate Republicans blocked a House uh, passed bill that would prevent a government shutdown and a potential default on U.S. debt. Lawmakers have to pass and um, appropriations bill by Thursday to avoid a shutdown and need to suspend or increase the debt limit sometime in the coming weeks to prevent a default. Democrats may be forced to suspend the debt limit on their own, potentially as part of their up to $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill. Um, and again, Congress is running out of time to prevent a shutdown and default. I don't think that they're going to meet that timeline um, because at the end of the day, um, you're looking at, you know, unemployment. You're get, looking at folks being laid off. You're looking at all of that combined and it's not going to end well uh, for that. So, again, um, just prepare for these things to happen. And what happens in the United States affects everyone across the world as we have the world reserve currency of the dollar. And I do believe the dollar will uh, crash and burn. And this is where XRP comes into play. And I do believe that that will uh, most definitely be the new financial instrument that uh, will replace that. And it will be more of a level playing field as what we um, are calling for um, so that we can all be with sound money. And again, um, if we go back to what Kiyosaki said, gold and silver and i do believe that will end the federal reserve and then here we want to um 
go over this um, article here from LADBible.com. Just briefly, folks, um, American Treasury Secretary has warned that the country is set to run out of money next month, which is what? October 18th. Expected to run out of money on October 18th. Um, and I don't think that they, um, you know, how do you run out of money? Okay. You got the print machine, you've been printing money, you've been money laundering, manipulating money, um, and you run out of money. How do you do that? I don't understand it. And you can just look at that face. It just makes me sick that it's corruption written all over it. The extraordinary claim has come from Janet Yellen who suggested that the United States of America will officially be out of cash around October 18th unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. No, we've already been in enough debt. We don't need more debt. We need to let it all crash and burn um, so that we can get back on to a uh, level playing field. And I think that this is going to be uh, the greatest wealth transfer in the history um, of the world that we've ever seen and witnessed if we are able to prepare. So I suggest that you talk to your family, your friends, uh, your peers, um, about this happening because a lot of people will say, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist um, because it's not happening. It didn't happen. Well, sometimes things take time to reveal its ugly head, okay? So at the end of the day, I, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, the full faith and credit of the United States would be impaired and our country would likely face a financial crisis and economic recession as a result, Yellen said. So here, here, here's my theory. Um, all of this is starting to play out with, you know, uh, the audits with the uh, election integrity are starting to play out. Um, you're starting to hear um, rumors of Trump returning to office. Um, and then you're also starting to see a lot of this financial stuff play out here um, across the board. You're starting to see people wake up in mass. That means you're starting to turn on the TV. You got people, excuse my language, I'm going to say it, chanting out, fuck Joe Biden. And you know what? Excuse my language again. Fuck Joe Biden, because at the end of the day, he's everything that they projected onto the last person in office. Okay. And you look at the background, you look at some of his things in the past of racism, locking black folks up, or the crime bill that he put in place, even with Kamala Harris doing the same thing. So you want to check out the truth, learn the truth, understand the truth, digest it, because truth is a hard pill to swallow sometimes. And you know what? I'm here to report just that. So I'm not here to offend anyone, but I'm here to like put it to you uh, straight because at the end of the day that's who I am that's what I'm about is truth honesty transparency um, it might not be your truth but it's just something that I have to say because I'm not going to beat around the bush and um, things like that so um, again 30 million families who rely on child tax credit would not receive them on time unemployment will surely rise and then I wanted to um, just read this real quick uh, before I Move on to the next thing here. And this is coming from uh, We The Media on Telegram. So if you're on Telegram, you could go follow We The Media. Puts out a lot of good information. The sky is falling in on the debt ceiling. Question, what's happening with the debt ceiling now? A, Pelosi and Democrats voted to suspend the debt ceiling today. 
where it is headed to the Senate and will fail. Joe Manchin released a statement siding with the Republicans who will not vote for endless Democrat spending. The question, what happens if we don't raise the debt ceiling? A. The U.S. has never defaulted on its debt. There has been times where the government has waited until the last moment. And if the government is unable to pay its bills, that would mean it would be unable to make payments to those who work in the military, the federal government workers, or those who depend on Social Security. Food assistance can be stopped for millions. And what hap- this is the next question. What happens next when the Senate denies the Democrats the suspension? A. This is the answer. It falls right back on the Democrats to try to figure out a solution with timing running out. So again, I want you all to prepare. You can read the rest of this article. I'll leave it in the description. But most definitely, folks, I want you to prepare and do your due diligence, do your best to talk, uh, get those things, get those items, lighters, matches, and candles, uh, propane. Again, I'm going to continue to put this out there so that we are ready for anything and I don't think it will be a, a, a long-term uh, crisis because at the end of the day uh, I think Nasara Jasara will be implemented and be ready to rock and roll when it comes to uh, the, the when it comes to this I just say that and I do believe that uh, you know what I have to continue to have faith have trust in the man above because at the end of the day, if you put your faith there and trust there, um, prayer is always good. I'm not telling you what to do, but for me, it's always been beneficial. Um, and uh, most definitely those prayers have been answered over and over again. It just takes a little bit of time because, you know, there's millions of upon millions of people out there that are praying too. So, um, you know, God will get to your uh, prayer and give you an answer that you deserve. So anyway, folks, let's move forward to the last portion of the video. This is coming from appmex.com, which is a precious metal exchange that I use, okay, that I wanted to point out to you. I don't know if you are into precious metals, but again, we reported from what Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, talked about when it came to buying gold and silver here. Um, Gold is uh, here at $1,748.80, and then you got silver, which is a great buying opportunity at $21.91 spot. And then you got platinum and palladium here as well. So again, I do. I'm gonna say it. Palladium is your algorand, and then you got silver as your um, XLM, gold as your XRP, and then you can go to other currencies as far as copper is concerned is uh, there. So let's just click on it real quick, and we can just see what kind of products they got. Um, right now, great buying opportunity, spot price at $1.99. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit more than that based on how many you buy. Um, so again, I'm always on the silver, I mean the copper trail. Um, I have a ton of copper and most definitely I do believe that copper will help you out as well. I like these copper bars. I like uh, some of these items here. Uh, most definitely, um, I encourage you to check it out. You got the Walking Liberty um, here as well. So most definitely I'm going to leave that here in the description. And then what I wanted to do is just check out some silver. Okay. Um, You can go um, here. 
available products. I'm sorry, I'm kind of missing some points here. Oh, they got the Dogecoin one. Oh, I gotta pick that up. What? Okay. And I, I most definitely love the Silver Eagles. Okay, those are my favorite. All right. And um, you can get them by random year. Okay. And when it says BU, that means that they're uncirculated, that they've never been in circulation. Okay. So most definitely, I'm about to go back in here later this week and make some purchases because at the end of the day, if I'm going to tell you about it, I have to act on what I'm telling you. And this is what I do is that I'm going to tell, show, and do, okay? That's most definitely what I do. That's my approach. That's my model. All right. So again, um, that's some silver. Um, you can go to the gold available products. Most definitely check some of those beauties out. Now, some people might not be able to afford a one ounce bar, but you could get the grams. Okay, right there. Remember, I was talking to you about the grams, micro, micro uh, payments of gold and uh, fractions of gold, things like that. Those are available there. So again, um, I encourage you to check it out. You got a one gram right there. You got a half a gram right there. Okay, so most definitely those micro grams are going to help you out. And then lastly, ladies and gentlemen, today. I will be starting my new job. I've told you um, that I got hired on at Old Red, which is part of the uh, Ryman Group, um, by the Ryman Auditorium, which has um, history um, for many, many years. And I'm proud to say that I'm part of this organization and some of their, most of their, or actually all of their um, things that they do as far as their beliefs, their traditions, it kind of aligns with everything that I am and about when it comes to their culture, how they present themselves to people um, who are coming from all walks of life, tourists, things like that. And if you met me in person, you would most definitely understand my personality a little bit better than by being behind a microwave. Did I just say microwave? Microphone. So, <laughs> um, it is a bar that is uh, partially owned by Blake Shelton. Okay, so most definitely um, that is uh, something that uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. So, if you're ever in Nashville, um, come and see me. Um, come and meet me and greet me and I'll, I'll be happy to uh, give you a uh, good recommendation for some things here at this uh, place here. Um, I'm excited and I will be doing security. I do have to still get my licenses. They've given me the benefit of the doubt by being new here local and town uh, to give me some time to make sure I get those licenses and most definitely we're going to take care of that. But tonight we got Todd Cameron on and then later tonight from 10 p.m. to close which is Daniel Johnson. So check them out. Um, I don't know if they have anything live. I'll learn a little bit more. Um, you know, as I get acclimated and acquainted with the venue, um, but most definitely, um, they have a lot of things about their culture that I love. And I think that, um, sometimes, um, God puts me in the position and places where I actually need to be. And there's no mistake. This, there's no coincidence that I've uh, walked by 
got hired on the spot because of who I am, I guess, and from my presentation uh, when it comes to have interview with them. So anyway, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's information, today's news on uh, what's going on in the world as far as the XRP stuff um, and things like that. So keep your eyes on the prize, keep your eye on the ball, and most definitely we'll hear back from you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Thursday. God bless. Take care. And as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye.